everyone, it's Lisa Popper, CA show. I, um, this is a new thing, right? You might not know this. One of the cool things about having a podcast as your internal, external diary and journal and a thing that you can put right out there in the world is that you can put it out there in the world even if you don't intend to put it out in the world. If that makes no sense, I will explain it to you a little bit more in a moment. What I mean is I I think I think I know I believe I embody that it is okay to show yourself in these ways and in when it all started out as a voice memo <laughs> as I'm sitting here I'm on the top of Petrero Hill on 20th Street and there's a person who's below this fence that the fence seems well I don't know you know the the area below the fence is is a bit wild just as the area I'm sitting in and he's walking along but the fence is locked so I don't know where he came from and I don't know how he got there and I don't know where he's going what I do know is that not far down below and you might even be able to hear it is what we call in Cali maybe I picked this up in SoCal the 101 also known as 101 um, the highway which I call that because I'm from the East Coast uh, not the freeway. It's still the freeway. It's free. I've taken that quiz about your sort of the f- things you call things a few different times. And as much as I try to game it by saying freeway and other things, I always end up with the same origin purview of my linguistic sensibility, which I can't, I haven't done it in a while, but I feel like it's somewhere in Rochester, somewhere in somewhere upstate New York is where it all comes from but that's not where I am now I'm sitting here getting a little taste of nature to soothe my soul and I've got a little bit moved by life right now I feel I feel a little uh, I'm slightly out of balance but the cool thing about all this exploration and meditation and self-awareness and tools and my tool bag is that I I don't feel that far out of balance and I feel like I'm coming back to balance and one of the things I thought that I needed today and it's one of the things that many people talk about but like a walking meditation instead of a sitting meditation and I felt the need to get out in nature and the closest nature besides sitting on my stoop and looking at succulents and trees on the street one of the closest bits of nature is up here above the freeway above the highway in Petrero and it's pretty much a straight shot up the hill up the road and I am I so I'm going to continue this I was interrupted by text from Tom okay I don't know if this is the same guy but he's coming back 
I talked about him a moment ago, coming back through with a big bag of garbage, maybe two bags. Maybe this is his job, or maybe he's, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe he's taking it up in some fashion to help the world. Maybe he's going to sell it. Maybe he lives down there. I don't know, we live in a strange world right now, so I hope the best for him, and I feel connected to him in some fashion. So I was up here trying to regain my balance, and it's coming back bit by bit in different ways, and I'm going to segue from my segue to tell you that we were listening to Hidden Brain on the way back down to the city last night, or part of it. We listened to the first half, and then we just started talking, so we didn't hear the end of it, but this... Um, there's this thing that people do now <laughs> and this might be it too right they watch videos or they basically watch or listen to or read about experts doing things and then that gives you a satisfaction for a while but but a lot of times people do that instead of doing things so doing the things that the experts are teaching them to do instead of not doing the things so they're watching people do the things and or other things right so a guy wants to do a bunch of things in his garage and shop and things around the house but he's too he watches these inspirational videos to figure out how to do them but then he's so tired from his job as a sixth grade teacher that he ends up just watching them and he can go down these giant rabbit holes of a couple hours a night or like four or five hours on the weekend instead of doing them and it's such an interesting thing that we all can get into and it's a um it seems like a product of our times particularly with all these outlets they were talking a lot about youtube and instagram all these outlets for um, vicarious learning experiencing and yeah i don't know that i do that too much i'm but i think it's where i am and i'm more interested in doing or pondering things in my own way um but if you call me an expert i don't think i'm an expert in this but i'm just you know whatever a mastermind of my own destiny and a seeker of wisdom and an alchemist of everything i take in in the world and that's what i'm doing here is sharing that with you and not literally everything, because that would be annoying. Um, so I was thinking about this one woman. They said she watched YouTube videos. She was she's a really exhausting job and a commute. And when she gets home, she orders food, and she watches videos of people's self-care nighttime routines that are rituals that calm them down and get them into a good place and she watches those to get herself into a good place rather than finding her own routine but in in some sense this is part of her routine so one of the things um i'll tell you about what has brought me back into balance this lovely morning this hazy morning um a couple of things one as i was saying a couple minutes ago is going for a walking meditation in an urban setting but also 
I keep getting interrupted by various technological things, limitations. One of them was that I can't go back to 10% happier and tell you which meditation I did without <laughs> without this app closing because 10% happier has audio. So the smartness of the, whatever, the tools, the recordings, it's not that interesting. So I'm gonna stop talking about it, but um, what my point of this story is, is that what I did to decompress first was to go on a walk, walking to decompress with Orange J. Sofer. 10% uh, happier app, you know. I am not paid by them, but maybe I should be. And it was great. And it's sort of like a 15 minute, it's the longest you can do and you can keep going. Check it out. And it just, that was the beginning of that. And then I sat down and I found my way to it. I found a beautiful tree with a little, these orange, they look like little hanging paper lanterns. So sweet. And I was carrying one of those with me. And then I finished, when I finished my 15 minute walking meditation, I found myself in front of a bench. And in front of that bench, there was a book. There was a book. And that book, I know, believe it or not, I know this is how life works, people. It was called The Pathway, Follow the Road to Health and Happiness. It was sitting on the bench, turn off the drive to overeat, spend, overwork, smoke, drink too much, rescue others, put up walls, think too much and people please. I'm sure that there's a lot of science behind it. And it's by a woman named Laurel Mellon, M-E-L-L-I-N, author of The Solution. So I took a quick run little bit through what I did before that as I hung that little orange lantern flower above the pathway, which has be many beautiful colors on the front of it, on a graffiti green bench. And then I sat down and I did another quick meditation by, which is Dan Harris. So Dan Harris is the author of 10% Happier and the podcast and the ABC News guy and the one who started this whole thing but he's not a meditation teacher and he'll tell you that himself and so he is he doesn't have too many meditations on there but his are fun and very self-deprecating and awesome and all those sorts of things and he's uh so i did a five minute of that is worrying useful you know it can be i wasn't really worrying about much i was just worrying about liminal places in betweens and here we go I just want you to know in the journey of the dude I've been talking about third times charm people and he indeed is he has two bags full of cans and bottles and so I'm hoping that he can make some money from that and he's also cleaning up the world so there you go that's the story with him making his own way the best he can and I also then listened to two songs of the day, and actually three of them, because two of them were the same song. <laughs> There's a new album of Tom Waits songs coming out 
women who sing Tom Waits songs called Come On Up To My, Come On Up To The House. And I listened to Jersey Girl by Corinne Bailey, Bailey Ray. Corinne Bailey Ray. I actually have a call with somebody named Bailey later. No coincidences, people. So I saw The Pathway by the author of The Solution. I listened to Corinne Bailey Ray for some reason. So I listened to her sing Jersey Girl, and then I listened to Girl Put Your Records On because how could you not be cheered up by that song? And then I listened to Jersey Girl again because there's something happening with the new music app on the iPhone where it, if you choose one song or you choose an album, it seems to repeat. And I, I can't even tell how to stop that anymore, but I'm not going to worry about it. So I did that, and then I slightly rearranged my day because the things that were going to happen earlier can happen a little later and my friend and cohort Karen is flexible and I wanted to double check that she was because I know not not everyone is always as flexible with time as I am and if you you know if you plan to do something at a certain time it's like if you're oriented in that way then it's important to do it at that time but I had a feeling it was okay so I'm just gonna call her when I'm good and ready and ready and good to have that chat. I do have a two o'clock call, so that's something that is definitely happening, which is great. It's exciting. Uh, am I ready? You know, I'm ready. Show up before you're ready or be ready and show up or get ready by showing up and also having done it thousands of times, but ready to listen. That's not the point of the story. So I did that. I put, I moved, I cleared the schedule so that I could sit on this little chair that I found, this wrought iron chair that somebody stuck here on the hill. And I've been sitting down here for a few minutes and I read Daily Ohm, which was about tears being natural and good and a great way of, you know, just a natural part of life. And, and they weren't coming to me at the moment. Then I read, then I read, I opened up, I was in email, and I read the Jay Michelson, who's also a 10% meditation teacher, and I read his email, so 10% also has a newsletter. And so I read the newsletter today, and he talked about um, the deep end. I guess Joseph Goldstein mentioned that on the last podcast, which I didn't listen to yet. But what comes after learning to meditate and what happens as a meditation practice deepens over time. And Jay says that he got into the deep end first in a very unusual idiosyncratic deep end at that. Most people take up meditation and mindfulness to better manage stress, anxiety relationships, and so on. And he got into it for mysticism. Um, got a PhD in Jewish thought, focusing on Kabbalah, the Jewish mystical and esoteric condition. Condition, not condition, tradition. Anyway, he has a book called Enlightenment, Enlightenment by Trial and Error. Subtitle, what a map. I love this because I am the queen of long titles and subtitles. His subtitle is 10 years on the slippery slopes of Jewish spirituality, postmodern Buddhism, Buddhism and other mystical heresies. So he ended up having mystical experiences dissolving into the void, unimaginably profound love that mystics subscribe to God, all of that, and more. And then 
he talks about remaining a skeptic, which I think is rad, and he still doesn't know what any of it means, whether God is a delusion and what's really happening in the mind, heart, brain. I don't know either. I don't know. But when I did this values and actions, strengths thing for Jamie's Sacred Path of Self-Awareness retreat that I did, oh my God, I guess it's a week ago that we had our most intense day. And I talked about that on the last podcast, which was wild. And he said that um, he's still an enthusiast for all things central, spiritual, and otherwise experiential. I love this. I still love a great bourbon, the perfect DJ set. Me too. The perfect DJ set. I'm going to be a DJ on Crush, the Crush. I don't know what to tell you. Within the next three years, we'll come back to that. Or healing physical and emotional intimacy. Um, But he said there's just a little less thirst for these big things. Enjoyment, yes, but the bucket list feels a little lighter. Optional instead of mandatory. Joyful play rather than a desperate need to fill it. Um, And it's clear, he said, that these kinds of deep end experiences are not themselves the point said he's turned up the volume on life's radio cranked it maybe and has loved the music but the real point is to turn down the static and tune into the quiet miracles and releases that happen every day and that's when the tears started to come because that is what brought me back into balance but also into just the profound appreciation of how Jay writing those words can connect with me, reading those words, singing here in front of a no dumping, no parking, no trespassing sign, in a little slice of dirty, dusty wilderness in nature and portrayal can really hit me. And what he said was, my daughter laughing, fresh baked bread, the letting go of passing sadness. After all, as Jack Cornfield wrote, after the ecstasy comes the laundry. No matter how high the high, there's going to be a low. And what he said is, in his experience, the higher the high, the lower the low is likely to be if you're not prepared for it to come around. Meanwhile, every day has its delights, and one consequence of diving deep into the deep has been appreciating the shallow end of everyday life that much more. Of course, it isn't really shallow at all, as Lady Gaga may have mentioned. And also, one of the people on that Hidden Brain podcast talked about how she's living this fantasy life and when she's commuting there are songs that she sings over and over again and putting herself in this place of being either Elton John singing Tiny Dancer or Lady Gaga's with doing a duet with Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born singing The Shallow End and that was both incredibly I don't know poignant but also infinitely sad to think about her doing that instead of going out there and living a life in living her own life outside of a car thinking about the fantasy of singing things over and over again I mean I'd like to see her go out and do it and if she should if I knew her last name because it wasn't on there what I would recommend is her listening to magic lessons with Elizabeth Gilbert. I don't think she's doing this anymore, but she would connect with people, with with listeners, viewers, readers, and help them get over their fears and find the bravery to get out there in the world 
and do more of those things that are creative. One of the things I did last year around this time was to do a, uh, a five minute storytelling thing about, I think it was about, I don't think it was gratitude, grace. I don't know if it was grace. It was something in that realm. And that was amazing to do and get myself out there and put myself out there. And I've been doing this and lots of other things, but I haven't done a storytelling thing since. And one popped up as an opportunity. Um, I think it's Geeks and Creative. I forget the name of that email, but I'll look it up and I'll tell you. And I'm going to say right here that I'm going to apply to do a, a talk. Maybe I'll do 10 minutes. And I'm trying to think of what I'm going to talk about. I think maybe talking about talking about stuff and how you can talk your way to insight. So that's to come back to, I just want to tell you a little bit about the last of the J thing is what he talked about is this. And there's much more to it. And I, I urge you, urge you, I never say shit like that. I urge you to go to 10% happier. No, 10%.com slash meditation and read the post called The Deep End by Jay Michelson from November 12th. I check it out. As Anushka would say, check it out. I wouldn't urge you to. So, but this is what he said at the end. And this is what really hit me. Because the secret is this the actual deep end is where you're standing right now. In my case, sitting. Only a little bit quieter, happier, and well deeper. You don't have to swim to the ends of the earth to find these deep wells of peace within yourself. You just have to dive down into this one precious moment. Dive down into this one precious moment. My two favorite people to quote in this moment are Mary Oliver, this one precious life, and Shannon Donovan, who's always talking about living in vertical time, living in the present moment where all miracles happen. The other song I considered listening to this morning, but it's just in my head, is Shelby Lynn, Be In The Now, which is, uh, never mind the rain, it only serves to remind us to be in the now. And I'm probably misquoting that. So as I continue to share my voice and find my voice with you, one of the things that also brings me back into balance besides listening to those little birds right now is talking this out on my own podcast of the yay show and sharing it with you and knowing that at least a person or two might hear me heed my call hear my call i may be small but there will be an answer. I think the answer, that's another quote from a song that was in Joe Good. Performance groups still standing show that Cookie sang also at the fundraiser birthday party I did this year. Seems so long ago. She sings, um, I may be small, they heed my call. There will be an answer. And I think it's really just there's a question. Um, and the question is that the answer is that it's always 
right here where you are right now and dwelling in that is, is the way the solution the pathway but all the tools come into balance and not have the pendulum swing so very far and also to know that you can still it I'm sensing it I'm visualizing and I'm using my hand to still that pendulum so that it isn't a pit and a pendulum an Edgar Allan Poe book which I did a diorama of some time ago when I was in school um, I also have this makes me think of this great great idea I'm gonna say that out loud I was gonna I was gonna check myself on saying great idea Vassar College has this timeout grant I think maybe I talked about this on the uh, last podcast but they uh, my Omata, a generous grant from someone to give people a chance to take time out a full 12 months to explore something they might not have otherwise explored and this is the year I'm going to apply it's due December 11th but I had a bunch of different I had some thoughts that came to me based on something I saw in the bathroom at ODC dance and again I'm I'm forgetting if I've told y'all this or I've just written it down, but it's going to be, it's pretty interesting. And I think that how I connect the dots, I don't know yet because that's part of it, right? That's part of me is that sometimes I find the way to connect the dots along the way. Honestly, often that's how I find the way to connect the dots. That's just my way. It might not be your way. It's definitely above the highway. So I find that talking things out brings me back into balance and and I and talking things out with friends dear friends can do the same thing people aren't always available to do that and friends and loved ones and that's part of how I started this yay show for you know in that case I had just so much to say and write in my heart mind body soul and I wanted to get it out and I found the new outlet which was for my inlet and I did that and I do that and I there are many other ways and I also get I get jazzed from listening to myself and you might think that's pretty weird I think it's like you know I'm the voice and I get amused moved interested otherwise by the things that I have to say about the things that I think and feel in this here life that is the yay show or this here yay show that is my life my own take on the world and so that is circular it's a little meta it's definitely self oriented if not self involved and yet I'm not doing it solely for myself because I'm putting it out there and so that's the connection part that's the part that takes it beyond that's the part that takes it into service and I think um, I do think and I've said this before and I do feel that it, and it might not be true with every single thing but if we are doing something that in some small way fills a gap that we desire fills a gap that we see it fills a space 
that no one else will spill. I said spill, I meant fill, but that's another way to look at it. If it does that, then yes, it's part of you living your, you know, the role you're meant to live in the world. And also, it's that stuff. And I've heard it, heard it over and over again from a variety of people, from songwriters, from authors, from painters. It's, a, it's the stuff that comes out from your true nature, from your soul, from your, your need. You're something that you can't find, so you just made it yourself, or you created it yourself, or you did it yourself, or you, and you know, you could do that in collaboration with somebody, and it and it becomes bigger than yourself, of course. But it's the stuff that comes from the deep wellspring. That is the stuff that both connects us more closely to ourselves and then to each other. And that, my friends, is the story of me coming back into balance and finding the peace and yay in the small waxing moments of my own particular day, of my own particular life. So thanks for sharing it with me. And I'll keep in the yay zone. Sometimes it's a little crooked. Sometimes it's a little jagged. Brett Miller song. Looking Rhett Miller. Not Brett Miller, Rhett Miller. I'm not remembering the name of his band right now. But yeah, you don't want to feel so jagged, but sometimes feeling jagged is what wakes you up. As long as you don't cut yourself. You know what I'm saying? So walk through, read through, listen through, talk through feel through the jaggedness and make time for the wonder that happens inside it all. I'll talk to you soon. Namaste and much love.